What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions Podcast. This is episode 54. What's up, B-Pimp? How's it going out there in Radio Land? It is going good, and I am proud to tell our listeners that you've got Skype on a new computer, and because we've been doing this whole Oakland to Chicago like connection uh, for the last year and a half almost for most of our episodes we've been trying to figure out the way to get this recording just sounding the best and i think i think we're getting there yeah this this is a totally new um laptop and it's got skype on it and i was using old technology for a lot of this so making a step up i don't know if like we were using old technology but our very first times we're doing this cross-country recording you were sending me basically like Morse code of responses that you thought you would have to what I said. Then I would have to translate the code into kind of a, a computer speaking and try to match it up with what I thought your speaking voice sounded like and then record that. Yeah, it's really a, a mir- minor miracle that it sounded as good as it did for those episodes. It is, but it just it didn't give us that natural back and forth, you know? Yeah, it was really tough. There was a lot of intermediaries. I had a, um, I had to hire a few people to do a cross country trip every few weeks. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was a lot of overhead, and I, I don't know if it was really sustainable. No, I mean, if we had to keep doing that, I think we would have had to do like a Patreon website or something like that just to keep the funding going. I would have had to go out on in the street and do one of those spinny sign deals to get people to donate. Yeah. I might just do that anyway. That looks like fun, right? Like, that's a, a job I want on my bucket list. I think it's fun if you don't have to do it. But if you, mm. if you have to do it, I would question how much fun it would be. Yeah. And I got... I, I hate to say this. I get the sense that if you're doing that as your job, you might not be getting paid all that much to do it. Should we do, like, an investigative series on the lives of sign spinners? I would love that. That's future episode idea. If we ever want to do, I think we should do a deeper dive into jobs that we think might be fun, but might actually be terrible. I think people would be willing to talk about that. I think so too. Uh, good idea for a future episode. For this episode, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We're doing Chicago-centric episode, and so we're going to be talking about our top five is the top five most Chicago-y street names which if you've lived in chicago you've been to chicago you've been around chicago you know that there are a lot of street names in chicago that you just don't get elsewhere so that's what we're talking about for our top five b pimp you've got a whiskey to try but before we do either of those things we are bringing back by popular demand by massively popular demand the game let's get personal and b pimp do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about what let's get personal is Oh, I'd be happy to. So Let's Get Personal is a um, groundbreaking game that we invented. Groundbreaking. Yeah, absolutely. Where um, basically I have a list of five people. So that's a little spoiler. It's people. Yep. Five people that I'm going to one by one quiz Amats on. And we're going to see if you can tell me whether or not that person's Wikipedia article contains a officially labeled subsection called personal life. And so 
you might automatically think, okay, if he tells me somebody that isn't very famous, they might not have a personal life section. But that's not always the case. Sometimes very famous people don't have personal life sections. Yeah, there's really, that's why it's a good game. You've stumbled across something very insightful here, which is, that's the whole reason for this game being a, a sensation in the streets. It, it is. So we're starting our fifth round. Each round we do five names. Um, so we'll start the fifth round with you questioning me. Our next episode, we will end the fifth round with me questioning you. But right now, here's how it stands. B-Pimp, you have guessed correctly 10 out of 20. So you're batting 500, which if you're a baseball player, and we are approaching baseball season, is solid. Spectacular, even. I batted 750 in my last year of Little League, so I feel like I'm underperforming quite a bit. Well, I gotta say, okay, so I um, always sucked at Little League especially batting. I think I managed to get plunked about once a game, which is just what happens when you let, like, eight-year-olds pitch. But I certainly never hit 750. Never 500, either. I was a masher when I was in Little League. Yeah, you should be playing in the show right now, then. Well, the White Sox could use some help with that. We may get into that in a future episode. Yes. Um, Okay, so you are at 10 out of 20. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm at 13 out of 20. So what that means is, hopefully, uh, for your sake, I get stumped on a few of these. And then when we do the reverse for the next episode, um, hopefully you'll be able to catch up and get some right. But right now, there's a, a bit of a gap. Yeah, I got some catching up to do. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is Let's Get Personal. Let's get personal. Personal. Perfect. So we've got a very bone-chilling version of Let's Get Personal today. Um, Without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it. Your first Let's Get Personal question of the week is, does Ted Bundy have a personal life section? Ooh, okay. I feel like we're going to be talking about serial killers. I'm guessing the theme already. Ted Bundy... I think almost more than anybody would have one. So I'm going to say yes. Ted Bundy has a personal life section. Eh, wrong. What? Oh, shit. This is not good. You got to know, and you're 0 for 1. Ted uh, Bundy does not have a personal life section. I got overconfident. I should have known you tried to trip me up from the outset. I'm very tricky. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm shaking that off. I'm ready. Who's your number two? Chicago's own John Wayne Gacy. Ooh, okay, clown guy. I will say John Wayne Gacy does have a personal life section. I'm sorry to tell you. Ooh, boy. You are over <laughs> two. If I guess them faster, does like the me getting them wrong, it, it feels worse, actually. When you just go for it? <laughs> yeah. It should make me think about these like a little bit longer. You're like Regis Philbin being like, ooh, is that your final answer? No. <laughs> I'm stuck on the $1 prize, or maybe it's $100. What is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire start as? Is $100? It'd be really funny if they started at one. I feel like <laughs> it might have even been 1000 Okay, yeah, maybe I'm way off the mark. All right, point is, you're not giving me $1,000, regrettably. You're just giving me questions that I can't answer. Someone who also may never give you $1,000, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. <laughs> That's a great transition. <laughs> as if, like... There's a possibility that one of these other guys might, but certainly not Richard Ramirez. Uh, Richard Ramirez. 
Night Stalker's Los Angeles, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's actually, Bay, well, Bay Area, I think. Oh, is it? San Fran? No, that's Zodiac. That's Never Zodiac. Oh, I right. just watched Zodiac again last a uh, couple of days ago, actually. That's one of my most favoriteest movies. Yeah, we always want to watch it, but then it's late when we start it, and we forget it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. Uh, so we don't, but we actually did this time. I think Maggie still fell asleep, though. <laughs> all right, back to... I, that was all a diversion for me to really think about Richard Ramirez. I'm going to say he does have a personal life section. Oh, Andy... You're 0 for 3. What? I thought it, one of the first three would. Yeah, you hey, line these up trick trickily. Once you start trying to think along with me, you're in trouble, buddy. Why don't they have personal life sections? We, I can't comment on oh, this in mid-game. Right. We have uh, two no, names that's left. True. <laughs> okay, okay. 0 for 3, shit. Okay, now maybe, because this is someone near and dear to your home, home region... It, you'll uh, you'll get this one. It's the Green River Killer, Gary Ridge, Ridgeway. Okay. Uh, so I feel like despite the fact that maybe he killed more than anybody, um, he's like the least known. But we've already found out that these most known serial killers, the first three that you mentioned, don't have personal life sections. So I'm going to finally... I think I'm going to go... I'm going to say he does have a personal life section. Oh, for four. I thought you were going to get your first <laughs> one. Shit. You changed it at the last second. <laughs> I thought that was a trick. Man, I left the door wide open for when you have your turn. I can't wait. Ugh. All right. At least I got to get one. Okay, we're closing it out with the son of Sam, David Berkowitz. Ugh. Could you know me five in a row? Would you have the nerve to do that? Let me think about that. Yes. I, okay, I'm going to say David Berkowitz, son of Sam, does not have a personal life section. Congratulations! Yes! All right. So I did know you five in a row. <laughs> but I will say David Berkowitz doesn't have a personal life section, but he has a prison life section. <laughs> Huh, I guess I, they must not have personal life sections because it's kind of all their personal life. Yeah, what what I was finding is they would have some they would have it broken out where they would talk about their childhood and then it just jumps straight into like all the crimes. So there's not as much of it's not like a musician where some people could follow them for years and not know anything about them. It's kind of like I think it's the nature of it. Yeah. Uh, Good but I did like the fact that there was a prison life section. Yeah. No, that's a good category. I, You stumped me. Um, one for four. So what that means is what was once a pretty good 13 out of 20 is now a not as good 14 out of 25. Uh, so when we play this again next episode, B-Pimp, you have an opportunity actually to take the lead if you get all five correct or tie with four correct. I'm going to have Lisa quiz me in between episodes so that I can be absolutely perfect. Stay sharp. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The the ones I'm giving you are, it's going to be, I, I already know them. It's going to be a weird category. I'm excited. Um, I am excited to hear about the whiskey that you have for this episode, B-Pimp. What are you drinking? I, I'm actually very excited. I'm I'm torn on this one. I'm excited about it for some reasons, and then not ex- quite as excited for other reasons. Okay. So, 
it is a outdoor pack of Canadian Club that I'm going to be drinking this week. Ooh. Uh, outdoor pack, which I assume just means it's in a plastic bottle. Because I got a plastic <laughs> bottle. Is that like a special brand? It's just... It's not glass. You won't break it. I just love the fact that they call it that. That's like the most... That's the the only way you could class up, like... Here's your uh, your pint of Canadian Club that you're going to walk around with outdoors and drink from. It's yeah. an outdoor pack. <laughs> but it's a premium extra aged blended Canadian whiskey spelled without the E. Ooh, can- that's a point Canadians. against for me. Yeah, I agree. It's They're not up to snuff. It's 80 proof. It says imported, and then right below it it says 1858. So I don't think this was imported in 1858. <laughs> that must be when the brand started. Yeah, probably not. Um, it's imported and bottled by Canadian Club Import Company, Deerfield, Illinois. So this is a nice local <laughs> wow. whiskey. I didn't know Canadian Club was rolling in Deerfield. Oh, yeah. Not far. Did you pick it up straight from the plant? Yeah, I, went, I found out about it. I went there and I, and I looked at where the Bulls used to have their training camp. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, well, I am, I'm curious to know how it is. Obviously when it's a plastic bottle, the standards maybe are low, but maybe it'll be a pleasant surprise too. I've liked some good Canadian whiskeys for sure. Yeah, I'm almost ready here. I gotta, got it on the rocks. Um, I've had this before, but I've only had it mixed with with various, uh, sundry soda pops. Yeah. So... I've certainly had Canadian Club before too, and but I agree. I think I've only had it with other things, so I cannot, I, I don't recall what it tastes like or anything. So I am curious to hear from you when it's just on the rocks, if it's a boot whiskey or if it's on the smooth train. I'm gonna do a little like step by step here for the listener. It's a special treat. Ooh, so yeah. I'm do I'm doing a sniff. The smell is not great. Um, okay, <laughs> not a good like, start. It's almost like paint. It kind of smells like to me. All right, so that's that's not like a good early indication of if it's going to be a, on the smooth train, but its ticket is not revoked yet. Took a little sip. It's really not that bad, surprisingly, okay. with that smell. Hold on, I'm going to take a little bit more of a substantial. Mm-hmm. All right, B-Pimp. Does Canadian Club the Outdoor Pack... Is it on the smooth train, or does it get the boot? I am shocking myself by saying, I'm going to put it on the smooth train. Hey, how about it? You know, I've been waiting for something in a plastic bottle to get on the smooth train. I I, I hate to think that we're being too elitist. Uh, what do you yeah. like about it? Or what do you at least not dislike about it? It's really not bad. Like, the smell, when I smelled it, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. And I thought it was one of those, because there are, there are a lot of whiskeys where I'm totally fine with them, but it just has to be in a mixed drink, because mm-hmm. other, on its own it just doesn't hold up. But I mean, I'm sipping that on the rocks, and it wasn't watered down. That's good. And That's usually the first sign. Yeah. I mean, it's not offensive. It's not great, but it's, for a low price in like a plastic bottle like that, I mean, it's really not bad. If you could drink it on the rocks and not have any like you know, turning your nose up at it or like it's not offensive in any way. I feel like that's, that's an accomplishment and I applaud the Deerfield, Illinois based Canadian club. Wow. Well, good for Canadian club. I feel like, I think it is the first plastic bottle whiskey we've given. We've put on the smooth train, if I'm not mistaken. 
I may or may not have another one kicking around that we might review on a future episode. So we'll see if I can go two for two on that. Oh yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, cool. I think at some point I did, like we just never put together the full list of all the whiskeys we tried and if we booted or smoothed them. At some point, I want to just like go back on the episodes and like put together a quick spreadsheet just to know, also to remember what we've tried before. But yeah, I want to do that for the. I'm trying to get a website off the ground, so yeah, that's another thing that that'll be the first probably aspect of the website is just a history of the whiskeys. Do you think we can get some kind of research grant for that? You know, I hadn't <laughs> thought of that, but we should definitely look into it. Yeah, I that that would be nice. Just like. I don't think either one of us minds doing the research pro bono, but if we can get just a little something for our time. I mean, we're doing the Lord's work. We are. Thank you. Somebody finally who does, who has the nerve to say what it is. It's just a thankless job that we keep grinding away at. Yeah, no, it is. Good. Well, I'm glad Canadian Club was a, a fine whiskey and on the smooth train. Uh, it makes me optimistic in this this still somewhat fresh 2019 that we're going to have a lot of smooth train whiskeys down the road as well. But we have a really good top five to get to. As I talked about it toward the top of the episode, we are talking about top five chicago street names. If you're not from Chicago, you might not know exactly what we mean, but you're going to, certainly. B-Pimp, when you were putting together your, your list, what were you... What was Chicago to you? You know, that was I was thinking about that when you talked about it a little bit at the op, at the top, you know, in the, in the radio parlance, the top of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I don't know if I favored the uniqueness aspect enough of like I don't know that this city that this street name is represented elsewhere in the country because I'm not the most well traveled uh, gentleman. But I do know that these are the ones that I associate with Chicago, and I, I put a little extra emphasis based on like how fun it is to say. So oh, yeah. that's kind of how I went with my list. I agree with that. And actually going off that thought, so I, I was thinking about uniqueness, but then I was like, when I realized that that street name existed somewhere else, I, I, I actually took one off my list for that reason, but I still feel like the, the uniqueness of how you say the name is like interestingly Chicago-y. So I don't know, maybe maybe I'll do a last minute replacement. But it's it's hard to say what encapsulates being Chicago-y or not. Certainly there is a uniqueness factor, but it's also, as you were saying, how fun it is to say the name. I think we'll see when, when we've revealed our list, like the theme of both and we could do a post, post-mortem on it. Yes, uh, I agree. But let's get into it. These are our top five Chicago street names. More than four, less than six, it's the top five. Alright, my number five Chicago street name is Wabash. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, I I think Chicago has its fair share of W street names, and there's just something fun about Wabash. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Maybe there's something in like Wisconsin, but whatever. Uh, we all know the whole state of Wisconsin's just trying to be Chicago in the first place. So Wabash, that's my number five. I'm going to try to recover from that side swipe at Wisconsin. <laughs> well, and it's nice that it's downtown, uh, which I didn't like emphasize on it needing to be downtown. Um, but 
Uh, I, I certainly don't think it hurts. All right, what... So my... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say my number five is Stony Island. Ooh, I like it. So I went with this one because it may be um, kind of my south side roots and my tendency to favor the south side of Chicago, but that's a pretty major street down there. And I just feel like there's different, there's a Stony Island that runs by my parents' house Mm -hmm. that continues all the way into the city, um, into the south side of the city. And there's so many things that are that just happen to be on Stony Island that I feel like you could be talking about it in like six or seven different little neighborhoods, but it's always running through that. And I've gone there for completely innocuous things like where I grew up and then more like, oh yeah, like the YMCA that I work some photo shoots for Legends at is on Stony on the south side in Hyde Park. So it's like, I just love the fact that how much it spans and I've had a lot of run-ins with old Stony Island. Yeah. And what's great about Stony Island and is kind of the same with Blue Island, although Stony Island is certainly a better pick, I think, than Blue Island. Um, unless you already have Blue Island like on your list too, although I kind of doubt it. But uh, there's like an old Chicago joke. I forget how it goes exactly. It's like, oh, I went out to the islands this weekend. Blue Island and Stony Island. Which, <laughs> hilarious. But also, like, there there are no Blue Island. I mean, there's the, the suburb of Blue Island. Um, but it's not an island. There's no Stony Island, as far as I know. Although, maybe some historian can tell me otherwise. I guess you wouldn't really need to be a historian, just a geographer. Which is what I am. But, the point <laughs> is... <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no actual islands. Which is, like... I feel like an, also a very Chicago-y thing to have those island street names not have them be associated with actual islands. So, yeah, excellent pick. They're like, they're like, we don't care. We don't need a real island. We don't care, yeah. All right, my number four is Devon, which I'm going to say it like that. It goes from, it's 6400 north, so it's very north side of the city, goes through Rogers Park, and then goes west through... Um, just like tons of different like ethnic neighborhoods in Chicago. You've got like a cool Indian neighborhood. Um, there's a, a there's a lot of uh, Jewish businesses on uh, that stretch as well. I think there's some African businesses as well, and it goes all the way to the lake. And it's just just saying it. I like saying it like Devon feels like a very turning that O into an A feels like a very Chicago thing to do. And so that's why it's my pick. I also know that that Indian food on Devon is out of this world. It's top notch. You got it. Mm-hmm. Number four for me is Torrance Avenue. Whoa. I did not see this one coming. Tell us about Torrance. This is also... Uh, these the, the tail end of my list here is a lot of uh, kind of memories from my ute. And, you know, thinking about how the, the fact, same, similar way to Stony Island, like you could take Torrance, like I could get on Torrance Avenue, which is two minutes away from where I grew up and drive north and run straight through the city. And I love the fact that you could take a major street like that and just pass through like countless different neighborhoods and 
different. It, it's like different every five minutes. There's just something else to see. And um, I've done it a few times because there used to be a massive construction on the Dan Ryan that made taking that a non factor. So I had to mm-hmm. do some creative navigation and I've driven North all the way through all the way downtown from Torrance on Torrance Avenue. So that's oh, my pick. That's a good one. There's like another Chicago street that you would only drive all the way on. If one of the highways was out um, that I left off my list just barely. Uh, I'll talk about it in my honorable mentions, but yeah, that's uh that's, that's a good Chicago thing. There's something about taking like Chicago is one of the few cities that kind of lets you do that too, because there's no like imposing physical geography that is going to cause a street to dead end. So you can just take it sometimes Chicago streets like way out into the suburbs and they just keep going and you see so many different things while you're driving along it. It's great. It's a, it's a joy. No, it really is. Uh, okay. My number three, this is a little bit cheating, but I'm going to say it's okay anyway is Wacker Drive. And I'm taking both upper and lower. First of all, Wacker, it's got the classic WA start, which I think is a very Chicago-y thing. It goes around the loop, like right against the river on the north side and on the west side of the loop. I love Lower Wacker Drive just as a Chicago-y thing. It's so odd. Um, I've only driven on it probably like four or five times, and it just feels like this secret, like passageway and uh yeah i just when you say wacker there is no question that you mean chicago and that's why it's number three on my list i'm glad you covered that because i have it in my honorable mentions but i didn't list it because i didn't really know like all the ins and outs about it i knew you would so i'm glad you covered that i mean i wouldn't say i know the ins and outs uh and actually as i literally when I've been on Lower Wacker Drive, very obviously not known the physical ins and outs because I've <laughs> <laughs> taken the wrong exit a bunch of times. But it's like, yeah, it's just like a cool little thing. So I'm on number three. You are, yeah, number three. Number three for me, Halstead. Mm. What's up, what's up, Halstead? Halstead also <laughs> runs all the way. I can connect it from, we lived right off Halstead in college and that's on the north side and i went to high school in chicago heights right near halstead so it's like i just love obviously this is a theme for me but i love the fact that you can have those like deep south i mean we were only 20 minutes probably drive out of the city but just like these are suburbs that do not feel at all like chicago but they run these streets run all the way through and it's just like i don't know i have that kind of stuck with me so that's my number three too plus i love the name no i agree i love halstead definitely makes me think of chicago was certainly on my honorable mentions and hard to leave off but you're right it's like one of those streets that just keeps going um and like when you're on the north side where we were for a little bit at depaul like has a very different feel than the south side like there's so many like like little boutiques and like that kind of crap on the north side and then it stops probably it stops like right around wrigleyville and then goes all the way south and keeps going so excellent chicago pick what's your number two my number two is i'm picking it not because the street doesn't exist in other cities in fact i would venture to guess it exists in almost every city 
But the way Chicagoans say it, and it drives me nuts, my wife included, my number two is Roosevelt. And that's the way Chicagoans say it that you don't like. <laughs> that is the way Chicagoans say it that I do not like. But I couldn't include it on my list if I didn't say it Roosevelt. Yeah, Roosevelt. Yeah. Lisa says it that way. Yeah, a, a lot of people do. And you know what? So be it. What's cool about Roosevelt, Roosevelt, um, and I'll just keep calling it Roosevelt to emphasize its Chicagoness, uh, even though in real life I never, ever, ever call it that, is, like you're saying, one of those um, Chicago streets that just keeps on going, uh, in this case, west. Uh, so I've taken it all the way into the city from, uh, I think, Lombard before. Um, and so that's like, you know, 20 miles west of the city. And it goes further, certainly. Uh, I don't know where Roosevelt, Roosevelt, excuse me, stops. Uh, and I kind of wonder if there's any point along the stretch of if anybody regularly calls it Roosevelt instead of Roosevelt. I don't have an answer to that. But it's one of those great street name debates. And it covers so much of Chicago. And I feel like it just, that's what makes it so Chicago-y. So that's why it's my number two. I'm going to continue that debate with my number two, which is Paulina. Ooh, good one. I remember very distinctly, and you know, at, uh, at DePaul, they had those classes that you had to take that was like explore Chicago or whatever, mm -hmm. where, you know, they make like either, I think it's freshman or sophomore year, you go kind of immerse yourself in the city a little bit. Um, and there was this local kid in my class who who was from the city proper, you know, and he, I remember once he heard someone in our class say Paulina and got very upset. <laughs> like, it's Paulina. Can you believe this? They're calling it Paulina. And it's just like, that has always stuck with me as like the most Chicago thing. And I just love the fact that people get so upset about how you pronounce the names. That is funny, because it's like, I definitely say Roosevelt, just because, you know, we have two presidents named Roosevelt, so I've been saying it throughout my Utes. But Polina, uh, I don't think, is something I'd heard of before moving to Chicago. And so I actually always did say it, Polina, and I did not know that it was a debate, that some, some doof would come in from the outside and call it Polina. Yeah, they got really embarrassed because this guy just roasted them. Go back to Wisconsin, am I right? <laughs> Wisconsin <laughs> taking a beating. I think I want to pick a new state to just slam for each episode, like repeatedly. <laughs> uh, each each episode it's a different state. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's good. You're spreading it out. Yeah, I, I don't want any state to feel like left out. What's your list topper? All right, my list topper is. There's a lot of things I like about this street, um, but I'll just say it. It's Pulaski, another P name. I love Pulaski because it is, so it runs 4,000 west, uh, and it runs north-south throughout the city and some suburbs, certainly, uh, a lot of suburbs. Uh, but when you drive down Pulaski, and I, Cicero's a little bit this way too, but it feels like Almost everywhere you are on that street is a Chicago time warp. It's everything looks like it was either built in the boom of like 
like the 19 aughts or the tens when a lot of housing was built in Chicago or in like the sixties or maybe seventies, like nothing looks modern. It feel has a very like old school Chicago feel. It's Pulaski being like Polish feels like a very Chicago thing, at least from like the ethnic white people perspective. And the other thing I really love about Pulaski is people in Chicago are the only, it's the first time I've ever heard of Casimir Pulaski day and that some schools actually get it off, which from an outsider is like a ludicrous holiday, but I kind of love it. So with all those things wrapped up uh, and having the last place that we lived in Chicago, uh, which we lived in for the longest that we lived anywhere in Chicago, it was uh, two or three blocks off Pulaski. So that was kind of my main strip uh, that I went to to get Cuban sandwiches. But yeah, Pulaski, that to me is just Chicago in a nutshell. Yeah, Lisa gets Casimir Pulaski day off. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's a great pick. I didn't even, Pulaski didn't come to mind, but that is a great one. So my number one is solely based on how much fun it is to say and how Chicago I feel the name is. Mm-hmm. So I'm really going to enjoy this. And I'm going to say my number one is Wabanzia. Nice. Excellent I mean, number one. How much fun is it to say Wabanzia? It, it's amazing. So do you say it Wabanzia? I always thought it was like Wabanzia or something. I say Wabanzia. Maybe I even say it wrong. I'm sure people do because that's like a hard A. Mm-hmm. So they probably do. Wabanzia. Where'd you get your, uh, you got a meat guy? He's getting the sausage. <laughs> it's over on Wabanzia. Yeah, he's got to give you a side of pierogies. You got to get over it. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Pro- people are going to get furious. About that. But I always <laughs> said Wabanzia. I don't know. It just yeah. sounds like, it's just, I don't know. Whenever anything has that name has ever brought up, I just get joy out of hearing it. So oh, I yeah. I, I, I totally... It's got a... Like, the name has a nice, like, bounciness to it, too. It's just... Uh, it, it feels very Chicago-y. Yeah, so you can see, mine was kind of a mix of nostalgia and, and being obsessed with the actual name from a phonetics perspective. <laughs> but that... No, I mean, that is what Chicago is. To you, especially. So that is exactly what this list was supposed to be. Uh, you have any honorable mentions? I do. I have diversity. Um, good one. That's more just like I just associate it with Chicago. I don't know why. Just personally, I do. Um, Lakeshore Drive. It's not that the name necessarily is. Uh, there's lakes everywhere, but it's just like the fact of knowing Lakeshore Drive and how unique it is to me. Oh just... yeah. I mean, when you say Lakeshore Drive. I, I think even most outsiders know you mean Chicago. Well, that's good. Yeah. And the the um, there's like a song I think about that. But uh, and then Midway Pleasance. Ooh. Down on the south side, because I just love that's like where H. H. Holmes' murder castle was. Yeah. And not to be serial killer heavy, but um, and it's just like a strange. I don't see that name. It's Plaisance, right? I'm saying it correctly? No, you got to say it the, the hoity-toity way, Plaisance. Plaisance, okay. Yeah. Is that the actual pronunci- pronunciation? I guess so. Yeah, I think so. I don't Plaisance. know. Plaisance. Well, yeah. I mean, it's obviously French. Yeah. Even that, the fact that I thought of it as Plaisance means it's Chicago because it's... I, Plaisance feels like a very Chicago-y way to say it, so I would stick with it. Yeah, I'm just going to go with it. But yeah. I, I like the... 
I like that area on the south side because if you take Lakeshore Drive from the deep, deep south side, like Hyde Park, south of Hyde Park, like you could take Stony up and mm-hmm. connect it to Lakeshore Drive and then take that north all the way along the, the edge of the lake. And it's just a beautiful view from that direction. Oh, for sure. Do you uh, have honorable mentions? I do. Well, Banzio was certain, certainly on there. Uh, Kinsey, Kedzie. Garfield, Cermak, Cicero, Halstead, Polina. And then the one that was tough to leave off my list, but I, I guess I left it off because there's a town in Utah called this, but it still feels Chicago-y to me, is Ogden. Oh, yeah. And that's one of those streets, too, where you can keep driving it. And actually, what's different about Ogden, which is kind of fun, is it's diagonal, and it switches its um, diagonality. Uh, a few degrees, depending on how far west you go. But you can take it all the way out to the western, southwestern suburbs. And uh, we've done that when, like, the uh, 290 was out, or 88, maybe both of them. Um, and it takes an eternity, but it's, like, a fun way to see a lot of Chicago and the suburbs. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm upset with myself for not thinking of Cermac. That's such a great Cermac. Chicago name. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, folks listening at home or on your way to or from work, if you have other Chicago names, if maybe you're taking a bus on a Chicago street right now, who knows? Uh, go ahead and hit us up on our Twitter. That's at Whiskey Sessions. Give us your Chicago names there. Or email us at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. And we're going to get to a couple of your emails. Ooh. We're going to get to a couple of your emails now. Um, so let's get to it. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right, B-Pimp, what do we got in the old email inbox? Hi, boys. What's your favorite whiskey? Richard in Detroit. Wow. Okay, I... Before... Because the email that I got is similar. Um, so maybe we should jointly answer them. But mine says, hey, Whiskey Sessions, are you ever going to finally fulfill your destiny and do an episode of Top 5 Whiskeys? This is from Doraville in Chicago. Oh, the Midwest is really wondering about this topic. They are. So I'm wondering, like, is that a future episode? Do we do Top 5? Do we reveal our favorites? I I got to be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's almost... Like, we'd have to end the podcast if we do that. Right? <laughs> because... It feels like a... It feels like if we know the final episode is coming at some point, then that's when we do. But I, it, like, there's so many whiskeys still to try. We could do like top 25 whiskeys where we have to sample each one. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. I was so hammered. <laughs> that, <laughs> it would be, that would be the end of the podcast and possibly our lives. Yes. So definitely the end of the podcast. Um, huh. Yeah. I, I mean, but I understand where these people are coming from that, they, they want to know. We're called the Whiskey Sessions Podcast. Maybe we should be picking favorites. But you know what? I Partially, I think the point of the podcast is to really like open your mind toward whiskeys. We don't want to have to categorize them so granularly. We just want you to tell you if it's good or not good. Yeah, and, you, and then you know like if you're on a budget and you are looking at the plastic bottles, which ones to avoid, which yeah. ones to try. Exactly. And I'm glad we did that because now we can tell our listeners, hey, if you're going plastic, 
Canadian club ain't bad. So yeah, I, I agree. I think Richard and was it Dorval? Dorval, yeah. They're they're gonna we're gonna tell you it's not satisfying answer, but that may be coming in the future when, at the same time, there will be no more episodes. Right. <laughs> All right, if you have an email that you would like us to read on a future episode, please send it to whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. We'll talk about whiskey. We'll talk about anything. Uh, but B-Pimp, do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to leave the listeners with? No, just I want to go get some Indian food from Devon. Devon. Oh, man, I want to go down Devon so bad right now. All right. Enjoy your whiskey, everybody, and we will talk to you again soon. Peace out. Catch you.